listening to Wake Up and Read the Labels, your guide to eating simple and feeling good. If you want to eat clean and feel your best, guess what? You're in the right place. Each week, we talk about ingredients that may be holding you back from feeling your best. We also talk to some brands that are going against the grain and actually using real ingredients we can recognize. Plus, we're sharing stories with people who are just like you, who actually woke up and read the labels. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Wake Up and Read the Labels podcast. My name is Jen Smiley. I'm going live today with a registered nurse and certified nutritionist that joined Clean Eating Academy back in September 2021 because she felt bloated and constipated and didn't really know why. Sheila, what's up? How are you? What's up? What's up? I'm doing fine. How are you? Awesome. I'm wondering, are, are you a five o'clock somewhere girl? Do you like a nice cocktail or glass of wine in the evening? No, I do not drink wine. But if I did drink it, it would be sweet wine. You got some over there? I don't, but I figure we're recording in the evening. So I was wondering if you're, you know, enjoying yourself. Exactly. We should. Okay. Let's celebrate. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So you felt bloated and constipated, didn't really know why. And here you are, registered nurse, certified nutritionist. Which one did you do first? Registered nurse for 30 years. 30 years. Yes. Then nutritionist, certified nutritionist for a year. Okay. For one year. So first of all, thank you for what you do as a nurse because we all need you. Everyone knows that. Did they teach you anything about food in nursing school? The most that we've learned in nursing school was just the basics, just carbs, protein, fats, nothing much. You know, it was a very small unit. We got more education on pharmaceutical. You know, we had to learn more about that than nutrition. Right. How the pharmaceuticals probably mix with other things and reactions, right? Things like that. And yeah, yeah, and carbs and proteins, things like that. You're learning mostly numbers. Yes. Okay, interesting. So whatever made you want to dive into getting certified in nutrition? Because I knew there was more. I knew there was more than just, you know, the treating. You know, I wanted people to be more on the preventive side, you know, preventing illnesses than just treating it. Because once they treat the illness, then what they'll be doing for the rest of their lives is treating the illness. So when do we ever heal the patient? When do we ever educate the patient on what's good for them and how to use uh, food as their their medicine, basically? Okay. Was this an individual kind of route you took or is this something that they talk about at the nurse's station? Like what, what led you to want to figure out how to, you know, find the root cause or really treat the person as opposed to medicate? Oh, no. Let me say, let me tell you something. Okay. So <laughs> tell me. <laughs> so when I was in um, the hospital, okay. we were, you know, bedside nurses. But it wasn't until I went to the schools to I really realized that our kids, our parents knew nothing. I'm literally telling the parents, your child is overweight. Your child has asthma. Your child has, you know, eczema. But no one told them that dairy products, that cause mucus, artificial ingredients could cause the skin to just like be irritant and the kid could be like flaking and bleeding. And no one ever said, you know, this child needs to have, you know, real food. Yeah. This child that has ADHD doesn't need to be going to Dunkin' Donuts. 
Right. My God. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. That is, that is such a big thing to tackle. Do you agree? Because you see it and you almost now you probably feel like I have a way that I can help you. I just need you to like wake up and listen I always say that the symptoms your body's showing is your body talking to you. So you're seeing, you know, the ADHD, you're seeing the eczema, the skin breakout, the mucus and kids needing tubes and (laughs) all the things I know. And it has so much to do with what's going in. It's, I know. Yeah. I feel for you. Oh my God. And I could see, I can literally go grocery shopping and see parents just getting fruit loops. Like this is their cereal. And then me telling the parent, okay, listen, you got to really like understand that you need to read labels. You need not like we were taught, even in nutrition classes, reading the labels went to, you know, a small amount. Okay. What's this? Yeah. Don't have this. But I mean, when I took your course, it dove right into more of even the, the, how they try to trick you and say, you know, like carb free or fat free. And that part, I mean, I used to go literally and grab stuff, even after nursing, even after nutrition, and I would grab stuff and I'd be like, okay, skinny pop example. Okay. I was like, get skinny pop. <laughs> it's got three ingredients. Okay. Then tell me, no. Uh uh-uh. uh. Lesser evil. <laughs> there you go. Lesser evil. Okay. So you are a nurse for 30 years. You're wanting to really figure out why is this happening? How can I help these people even more? Yeah. Your generous, amazing heart, by the way. Okay. So Sheila, you go into nutrition school, hoping to find an answer. What kind of relief did nutrition school give you? Well, it did. It it was really a very, very great school because, yeah, I mean, it's taught a lot of holistic approach to wellness, which I love because in nursing, we don't get to focus on the mental, the spiritual, and the physical. Mm-hmm. So this course was really awesome. And it did teach us a lot about nutrition. But from where I wanted to help my community is I wanted to really get more into the label. I really wanted to get into the ingredients. I really wanted to get into why a person who worked out all the time and did everything they thought that they could do to, you know, lose belly fat, why they were still feeling bloated. Mm -hmm. And then when they tell me, oh yeah, I went and got my Starbucks or my Dunkin' Donuts coffee. Then I'm like, aha, do you know what's in there? So that's what made me go deeper. Like my school was good, but I wanted to go deeper. Okay, because you went to nutrition school, but then you thought Skinny Pop was okay. Why was that acceptable? Was it a calories thing? Was it a less ingredients thing? I'm curious. It was definitely a less ingredients thing. Okay. You know, I mean, Skinny Pop had three ingredients, but even in nutrition school, it never said anything about vegetable oil, soybean oil. Never. Never. Wow. I also was working with um, other physicians who would, you know, have in their program, okay, yeah, this is the vegetable oil you should use. This is the olive oil you should use. And I'm like, "Mm, no, don't do that. You know? So I, you know, went to the store and I got my olive oil from Chosen and I'm like, okay, so why people don't teach this? I'm just like at all. I know. (laughs) I know. I feel like we could totally open a read the label school or go in schools and teach this 100%. Can we do that? 
I would be there. You would make a great teacher too. I love it. Okay. So that brings me to, did you start exploring labels because you found out about wake up and read the labels? Or were you like, I want to learn more about ingredients and you somehow, how'd you find us? I did want to know more about ingredients. There are a couple people on Facebook and Instagram that teach label reading that really go more into it. But I really like your program because, you know, I got my, I got my Bible here. I took it to Whole Foods and you equip, you know, people with the pictures. I mean, it just makes it so much easier. And I literally went to the grocery store and I started just like, Hey, I want to know where this product is, you know, like where is the wraps, you know, like that's one of the things I knew that my wraps that I was cooking my foods with was not the best, but I never knew which one to get. And it's challenging too, because Jen and I don't eat any meat. So I'm plant-based, vegan. But the other thing is vegan is not always, like that's still processed. Oh yeah. Everybody's eating so much soy, so many beans. They're eating GMO corn. They're eating lentils, quinoa, all the things. Mm -hmm. Soy milk, dairy milk. I mean, dairy-free milk, all the things. Okay. So what exactly were you struggling with that made you want to get help for yourself? I know you're trying to help, of course, your patients and other people and learn more. Mm -hmm. It seems that you are... um, that type of person, right? That wants to keep evolving and keep learning and understanding. But were you struggling with anything personally? Well, yes. When I was changing from the floor nursing to the school nursing, I started really going through a transition. And that transition was kind of like a little bit of fear. Like, what would that be? And I noticed like a feeling in my throat. And I was like, what is this like? Why well, I feel like there's something, a lump in my throat. And so I went to the doctor and the doctor was like, well, you have reflux. Mm-hmm. When I was told that as a nurse, I felt like God, I was doing everything right. But like I said, there's more to help than just... Writing a prescription. Yeah. Did you get some Nexium or something prescribed? Yeah. And then I read that and that was like yeah. the worst thing. I'm like, so I got to get help for me and I got to get help for others. Okay. And so that's why... I've always wanted to learn more about nutrition. I always wanted to learn more about what I was putting in my body, what I was putting in my mind and, you know, stress. Learning about, you know, nurses are the most stressed out people. And even during COVID, there were so many people that really had all kind of, you know, breakouts on their skin and hives and, you know, panic attacks. And it's more and more. Mm-hmm. So it is the stress, but also is the food. Because what happens, Jen, is that when we're stressed, it's not what we're eating, it's what's eating us. And so then people have to start, okay, why am I craving these things? Because they crave sugar, they crave salt. Yeah. And then they start eating the bad things. And then those additives that they're eating, it'll show up on their body. Yeah, it's cyclical too. And I think for a lot of people, they don't necessarily realize that what they're putting in is potentially causing what they're seeing on the outside. They think, you know, oh, I need to eat less calories and need to exercise more, things like that. So do you remember what your life was like before you were eating clean? Yes. I remember just feeling like eight 
Sometimes there was some, you know, a bloating feeling. It was a feeling of, um, I had to go to the restroom. Yeah. And, um, I couldn't go, you know, constipation. And it's crazy because I talked to the kids all day about it, you know, like, can I go to the restroom? And they don't know anything about it because what they've experienced is worse. Like mine was not normal for me because for a long time I was like normal. Right. But then I noticed I'm like the stool changed. And so I was like, wow. So I knew that my gut was in trouble. Mm-hmm. And there was something that I was putting in my gut that was causing this. So, yeah. Yeah. So it sent you on this kind of route. Okay. So what do you think has been the strongest difference between what you've learned in nutrition school versus what you've learned inside our Clean Eating Academy program? Well, I feel like nutrition school definitely gets you to a certain point of knowledge. Okay. But for what I want to offer the world and my clients is I want to give them empowerment to learn on their own and to know that just because you are looking at the outside of this free picture and saying, oh, fat-free, low-carb, gluten-free, mm-hmm. that you still have to look at the back. And then to know the difference. Like, you could say, like I said, my skinny pop. I could say, okay, that oil that was in skinny pop was okay because, you know, I'm just it's just three, three ingredients. But if I am given a choice of something that tastes just as good or even better, then I learned through your program that you're not healthy until you really start diving into what those ingredients are that's in your food. Yeah, absolutely. So now that you are aware of all the ingredients and for everybody listening, so Clean Eating Academy is our fully immersive online course. You're able to log in and go pace, self-pace, watch videos. It's really hard to say everything that's in it. Do you agree, Sheila? There's, oh my God. I mean, it's overwhelming almost. I mean, it tells you, you know, I get these questions. How do I froth my milk for my coffee? How do I go out to eat? How do I pack a bag to travel? How do I get my family on board? How do I make this sustainable? Um, You name it, those, every question that's really been asked from people is in there. We have a product sheet with over 1000 swaps in there. We have a Facebook group for support, things like that. So since you have been in there, what, what have you utilized the most? What's been the most beneficial for you to keep it sustainable? The most beneficial is being able to go and look at a product and not all products are just because it says it's Primal Kitchen. You know, not all Primal Kitchen products may be the best also. Right. So I love the book because just because I say, okay, Primal Kitchen has a great product for ketchup. Yeah. You know, are right here like a mushroom and beef bowl, then they may not have it. And I'm not saying that it doesn't, but they may not have a good uh, rice product that's better. So it's just, it's just me educating and looking and being able to see the book. I feel like the book was the best thing for me. Yeah. Because even in school, even in, uh, in, you know, nutrition courses that I took, I'm going to take another one too, (laughs) but it's in sports nutrition too. So I just, you know, want to see, but then I'll combine it with what I've learned here so that my clients will know everything they need to know so they can get that abs are made in the kitchen. That's my, <laughs> that's my uh, Facebook 
video that I do. Oh. Uh, I talk to people about, you know, when people, so many people want to be like flat apps. And so this really kind of helps them understand that apps are not just, you know, working out. It's not just um, what you're eating, but it's also, like I said, the mental, the physical and all the spiritual, intellectual things that you're going on in your head. So for me, I feel like this is an added thing because if I'm going to talk to you about nutrition and you're still bloated, well, you know, you got to know why. So this is really educating them to the why. I love it. So you're able to now implement this to help some of your clients and your patients so that they get better results. Is that right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So what has been the biggest difference in your life so far? So the biggest difference is just feeling better, not feeling bloated when you're eating, um, and also being able to go to the grocery store and recognize the fake, the fake advertising the media and the advertisement that you see that people are getting, you know, I love the one where, you know, you have uh, sports drinks and you have, you know, talked about what's other ones, Celtic, one of those, I think it's called Cellulus or Celsius. Celsius. Yes. Those are the drinks that everybody's like, I'm pretty sure all the gyms are selling it and they drink it. It might be replacing five-hour energy. I'm not sure. Or it's just after yeah. after gym drinks. Everybody's drinking that stuff. It's like White Claw. Right. And I'm like, so I start looking at people. I did before, but I even look even different. And I'm not judging anyone. For sure. I just want to educate people. And then some people, you just can't be like, okay, don't eat this. Don't do, you know, you have to really like see if they want that information and then offer it. Because it's so much, like you said, it's overwhelming. Oh, for sure. Totally. It's very time consuming too. I do love to say, hey, look, if there's something out there that's super popular and everybody's eating or drinking it, unfortunately, it's likely mass produced and it's not good for you. So yes, five hour energy, Celsius. I know Cliff Bars are one. Skinny Pop is another. I mean, I remember talking to a news caster in DC beginning of this year, I believe. Mm -hmm. And she was just like, I'm so blown away that skinny pop is not good for you. And it's just, Hey, nobody teaches you about these oils. And then I've talked to, um, a holistic practitioner and she told me they have a conference of a bunch of them. And the number one thing they always say that is their number one ingredient to avoid is those inflammatory oils. So soybean oil, peanut oil, the highly processed oils. And then a lot of people say, hey, what's the main thing people should pull from their diet? And I'm like, listen, if everybody just got rid of those refined oils, America would be a lot better. Our health. Exactly. Because what happens in medical, the medical field is we see a lot of people Due to inflammation. Yep. So really to educate, and even like I said, in our medical field, we're not the ones who really understand that. Like, yeah. I remember when I was first on the floor, floor nursing, and we were fast paced and a lot of the nurses would get the uh, meals, you know, and they would say, oh, this is a lean cuisine. Oh my God. And I knew, I knew I was like, there's something that's not good about this. And I just didn't know enough about nutrition then, but I knew I didn't want to do that. I wanted real food. 
Yeah, you had gut instinct to that. So what, yeah, what you guys are doing in the medical industry is, well, here's the thing. People are eating all the foods. We're eating from the same places. We're eating from hotels, fast food restaurants, Starbucks, cafeterias, you name it, airports, we're all there. And so it's coming from a lot of the same suppliers, Mm -hmm. a lot of the same brands. Our inflammation in our bodies are driving up. And then we're seeing these chronic symptoms, these chronic diseases. We're going to the doctors. We're going to the nurses, whether it's emergency or not. And that's all they can do is, hey, we need to slow these symptoms down. We need to pour gasoline on it and get rid of those symptoms because those symptoms are bothering you. And that is the medication. And we do need medication We need doctors and nurses, especially for trauma-related things. But when it comes to can your doctor, nurse, and these people help you with your inflammation, it ultimately, you're the CEO of your body. You have to know how you feel, and you have to really understand what you're putting as fuel into your body to get to the root cause, to slow down the inflammation, to get the inflammation down for it to be anti-inflammatory. And so... Yes, all the real foods out there are naturally anti-inflammatory. And that's why for like even you, you stopped seeing the bloated, your constipation got better, your inflammation went down. And now it seems like you have more energy to help serve other people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I will continue to learn. I will continue to be passionate about everything that I can find out to help others because it's like you said, it's overwhelming. And and how can we show more people and get it out there, get to every kind of dimension and each community? Because when people are given the the options to the cheapest, worst food ever, I know they pick that. Yeah. For all right reasons. I mean, it's when you got to pay, you know, $2 for a meal, you got to pay 14. Most people, it's unfortunate, but the $2, the way it has to be. And so that again is a cyclical deal. But I do always say it, it does cost money to be healthy, but it is definitely expensive to be sick. So you just have to, your health is worth it. It is an investment. You either pay, pay a little bit during the run of your life, or you pay a lot at the very end. So Sheila, I'm curious, what is your wake-up moment in life, whether it's personally or professionally? Wow. My wake-up moment in life is that, for me personally, is that I want to have my own time and I want to be someone that people can look up to in life and say, I learned a lot from that person. And I won't have the energy and the time to be able to be a person in the community that that is out here for our people. I love that. So where were you when you discovered this thought, this moment? Well, I think I was just continually seeing people hurt, Mm -hmm. seeing people being told the wrong information that, you know, even personal people in my family, I have a, a family member that was told that, there's nothing you can do about your blood pressure. There's nothing you can do about your diverticulitis. It's just how it is. And you're going to be on medicine for the rest of your life. So I feel like when people are told that, they're like, okay, I'm good. I don't have to worry about what I eat. I don't have to worry about exercise. I don't want to have, you know, I don't want to have, to, because that is work. And, and there was another guy who told me that too. He had a lot of stomach problems and he was a police officer and he felt like he was not going to ever be able to actually work because he could not stay on the job 
and do his job without going to the restroom. Stomach problems just bother him so much. Crohn's, I think. Mm -hmm. And the GI doctor told him it's nothing. It's not about what you're eating. And he said, it's got to be. And he got he got himself better, 100% better. So that kind of stuff. Yeah, you seem to be, you know, out there making an impact and being a turning point in some lives. And that is super gratifying. I myself feel that. And it's what... It's what keeps you going. And there is a there's a need for people just like you and I Mm -hmm. going against the grain, doing things a little differently and hopefully just helping people a little bit more every day. So I appreciate you coming up today, showing up, sharing with everyone. And I will just be in touch with you so soon. Well, I thank you. I think and I want to tell this part of it, too. Uh, I was raised in a family where um, my dad, he felt the need to create his own garden. <laughs> and so for people who may feel like, you know, finances are not good, you can have a small garden, even planting something. He had 11 kids to take care of. Wow. And so for him, we had things in the garden that we were able to eat. But for people who may feel like, oh, the food is, is too expensive, Get with a community that can possibly have a garden. Because my father had a garden in the backyard. There were friends who had their own land. He had a garden there. And then I think there was a farmer's market that we went to. So these are options for people that may feel like everything's so expensive. Because really, if you have to look at a orange juice, it's quicker to get this orange juice full of chemicals, sugar, you know, and processed in the real orange. And so when you have that option, sometimes, you know, if you look around, there may be more growing than you know, you know, there may be more gardens than you know. Absolutely. And now it sounds like if your dad had a garden, the apple does not fall far from the tree. (laughs) Yeah. Sheila, I had to make a 180. I grew up on fast food. Yes. Back in, well, in the South, in the nineties, there was something called Piccadilly. Have you heard of Piccadilly? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Piccadilly. We, my mom's name is Jane. We used to actually call it Jane's Kitchen because we would go there twice a week, knew everyone. My mother hated to cook. Oh, my God. So, yeah, when I got married, I had to figure out, you know, okay, how do I, <laughs> how do I cook? What do I do with lemon? All the things. So I love that. My dad actually cooked. My mom didn't cook. Really? And my dad was a cook in the back. And he, hunt, he was a hunter. So he had beetle, he had his beetle dogs. He was, so he hunt his meat. He'd get the garden, he'd get the food from the garden and he made it happen. He was working on the railroad and that was his nine to five, but off, you know, the clock, he was a hunter. He was a, you know, gardener. And so we had fresh food for all 10 of us. Wow. <laughs> that's awesome. He sounds like he also had a nice, healthy balance between work and home life. So he had to be a happy man. Yeah. He he loved hunting. He, he loved gardening. He loved fishing. He did, he did get a little bit of baseball in. So he was a baseball player too. So yeah, he got his fun in, you know. Yeah. I love that. I need to, I need to be a little bit more like your dad, Sheila. <laughs> Go out fishing and gardening. I love it. Okay. Well, it was amazing talking to you today. Hopefully we helped people, you know, kind of wake up and just sit in their moment and know, hey, it doesn't have to be the way it is. There is an alternative and absolutely make sure you're eating anti-inflammatory foods because it can change your life. It can. 
It definitely can. Yeah. Okay, Sheila. Thank you so much. I'm so proud of you and the work that you're doing too for your family out here. And I'm so glad to meet you in person like this. And maybe if you're in Florida. (laughs) Florida. Might be going to Florida in August. So I will for sure keep in touch. And I appreciate you being a part of the story as well. Wake up and read the labels, guys. Wake up. We'll talk soon, Sheila. Bye, Jen. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Wake Up and Read the Labels. If you like this episode, guess what? We want you to share it. We'd love that. Share it with a friend and leave us a review. You can subscribe in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or really wherever you're listening to your podcast. For more information, visit us at wakeupandreadthelabels.com. Thank you.